Hello and welcome to episode 8 of Talking Green and Gold, where two blokes talk everything green and gold. Uh, on today's episode, unfortunately Stu is in Melbourne, or not unfortunately for him, but Stu is in Melbourne at the moment um, on a holiday with his family for his birthday. So I, um, and we've just tried calling him in, I've just tried calling him in, but we're having some technical issues with me being here in the studio and him being over in Melbourne with the phones and stuff. Um, and the fact we're not in the same room to try to work it out is a bit too much. So today's episode is going to be a very short one, 15, 20 minutes. I'm just going to go by myself, just a bit of a recap. I've talked to Stu, so I'll let you know what Stu thinks. Um, but yeah, just to sort of, for continuity, we're just going to put out an episode. Um, so this week's episode, we're just sort of just mainly focusing on the footy. Not much else has happened in global sport. Just, uh, yeah, going through the highs and lows of footy. How good. Uh, the win of the week was the first one. I My win of the week, as I explained, was when I was talking to Stu on the phone before, was um, on the on Saturday I had a 19th, I had a friend's 19th birthday. Shout out to Zara, her birthday. Um, and she did like a wine tour where she, you know, we went to the party bus and went around to different pubs and breweries and um, sort of cideries in the Swan Valley out here in Perth, which was a really great day. Um, but on one of the latest stops, we at the Guildford Hotel in Guildford, which is, by the way, amazing. Go there if you haven't. Best cocktails ever. Um, and it was already a great day, you know, with some friends on the piss. Um, and I was walking to the tour at the Guildford Hotel, and there was the, the footy on the Adelaide Richmond and Adelaide, this is when just I was stood there and watched it for five minutes, and this is just as Adelaide started to win. Um, and I tipped Adelaide as like my upset of the round, so I was very, very happy that they got the job done. I just submit, further put the icing on a very good day I had. Um, so that was my win of the week. Stu's win of the week was just in general being in Melbourne, um, going to see the Dockers beat the Dons at Marvel Stadium. That was his win of the week. And he got a box through his dad's work, so that was a very nice, well, not a box of corporate seatings, that was a very nice, he said, a way to enjoy the footy, um, unlike the rest of us in the normal seats. <laughs> no, um, that boxes are nice. Um, with the pressure gauge, I will do it, just because... It's my turn anyway, and she's not here. So we'll go in three, two, one. The Lions beat Collingwood in a now biter on Thursday night. Uh, Dogs smashed the North. West Coast lost to Swans in an apathetic effort. Uh, Suns beat St Kilda. Crows upset the Richmond. Uh, Melbourne smacked the Giants. Carlton faded away but still managed to hang on to beat Port. Freo smacked the Dons. And Geelong lost to Hawthorne today. That's the pressure gauge. Uh, just as a recap, um, as Mean Stu spoke, spoke about before, Lions looking really good yet again um, in this in season 2022. Beat, beating the Dons, beating, not the Dons, beating the Pies on Thursday night. Um, the Dogs smacked North Melbourne. Um, in the second quarter, North Melbourne kicked five unanswered goals. But again, the just the North Melbourne just not strong enough to beat a quality opposition outfit like the Bulldogs. Friday night, Optus Stadium, I was at this game. Um, and as I said to Stu, it was the worst home game. As I said to Stu, it was the worst home game I have ever attended as a um, Eagles supporter. It was shocking. Just in the first half, there was no intensity. There was no effort. 
uh, and there was no hunger and attack on the ball from our Eagles players. Um, contrast that to Sydney, who were just all over us, kicking goals and just doing so well. Um, very disappointing to see. Very, very poor effort from our Eagles, who are normally pretty good from my Eagles, um, which was just so disappointing at the game. We left early, man. My dad and my brother, because it was just, yeah, I just couldn't bear to watch it. Um, yeah, it was just horrible. Um, just really dis- really disappointing that they, in the first half, pretty much, they were fumbling the ball, weren't attacking it. There was no second effort, so it was just very disappointing. And that's the Swans, a quality, a quality opposition just smacked us and took advantage of that. Um, the third term was a lot better. We, we, actually, we actually won the third quarter, to be honest, and we, we I think Simo gave the boys a half-time spray, and um, we smacked them. Well, not we not didn't smack them, but we did beat them in the third quarter. We kicked um, more goals than they did and played with a lot more hunger and intent. But again, the fourth quarter, we dropped off. And the damage was already done in the first half, so there wasn't much to get back at. Um, which is very disappointing from the Eagles, but yeah, they're still injury-ridden. Players came back from COVID. Um, but no excuses. That was just the lack of intensity and effort was just horrible. Um, and from some of our senior players as well, so... No, that was very disappointing. Uh, Saints beat Suns. Yeah, pretty normal game. Adelaide beat Richmond, which was good to see the boys upset. Adelaide upset Richmond, which I tipped. Uh, Melbourne beat the, uh, the Giants. She was at this game. She said it was a good game. We left early because it was just boring because the D's just, as Coach Cole said last week, um, premiership winning team from last year, just too good for pretty much any, or any team at the moment. They're undefeated. Uh, Carlton, Port Adelaide. We spoke a bit at length about this game. Me and Stu played today on Easter Sunday. Um, Carlton, again, as me and Stu spoke about, they seem to fade away. Same thing happened against Hawthorne when they won by one point. They're they're fading away. They get a big lead on the board and they let the other team come back and they sort of just give up and fade away, which is disappointing. I said, Carlton are a good team, you know, four and one. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, I think they've got, Michael Voss has got some, has got some has got some questions to answer has got some questions to answer and the they need a bit more um consistency and i think it, it is starting to look like a pattern where they're you know losing the second half and they've they've been on the lucky end of things they've won two games by you know one and then three points so and you know Darcy Byrne Jones i think it was in the 40th second of the game yesterday had shot a goal and he missed he got a point but if he had kicked that goal they would have put him in front and they most likely would have won so very very lucky con i don't think they're as good as everyone's saying they are they're a good team I think they need to fix a few things to be even better and be a real premiership shot. Um, Frio beat Essendon at Marvel Stadium on Sunday. Stu was at this game. He said it was a great game. As I said, he was saying that he was very impressed to see Frio um, put him away, and he was very impressed. Tabernard kicked seven. Stu said that he thought it was one of Tabernard's quieter seven, though, because he sort of got a, oh, then did a few free kicks and... Yeah, um, but as I said, he kicked seven from seven. The execution was perfect, seven straight. So good effort from him. And Easter Monday footy was Hawthorne versus Geelong. Um, Hawks just won. It was a tantal- tantalising, now-binding game. Hawthorne just got over Geelong. In the final quarter, it was goal for goal until Hawthorne broke away and kicked two to win the game, which, as Stu said last week, it's, he always says that Stu always says that Easter Monday games are very close between these two teams, and they were. It did not disappoint yet again. Um, 
So that does it for about the round review. We didn't speak much else about anything global sport um, when I was talking to him about what I should speak about because um, there's not much happening, wasn't as much happening in global and Australian sport around the world. Stu spoke a bit about the NBA, something about the Timberwolves winning or something and, you know, yeah, just leave it at that, I reckon. <laughs> um, no, it's the NBA, but I can't... We, you know, I'm not an NBA. I'm not, I'm not the NBA. Then I am an NBA expert, but you know, everyone knows the NBA stuff. So yeah, we'll just, uh, no, we'll just leave it at that. I'm not the biggest. I'm not up to date with, not as up to date with that stuff. But um, yeah, you know, you, you're here for the footy, aren't you? So moving into the tips for next round, which is round six, um, and some Anzac Day matches. No Thursday night game by the, which appears to be because um, the Anzac Day games on a Monday. So Friday night we got um, Giants and Kilda, pretty even game in terms of the odds. Stu's got Saints by four twenty nine. I've got Saints by ten. Next game, Dogs Crows at in um, Ballarat in Victoria. Dogs are heavy favourites. Stu's got the Dogs. I've got the Adelaide Crows in the upset because I think we, as we agreed, you need one upset per round, and Adelaide are my upset. Well, I've actually got two upsets that round, but they're the first two upsets. Next game, Adelaide Oval, Saturday afternoon. Eagles take on Port Adelaide um, at Adelaide Oval. Port Adelaide are the favourites. This is my second upset. I'm tipping the Eagles. Look, I think that I know that we played shockingly against the Swans, but I think, you know, we didn't play right at Adelaide, not too far to travel. We're still getting players back to better fitness. Um, I think we're going to bounce back high. That was a shocking effort. I really think we're going to respond with intensity. I know Port Adelaide... Just missed out on their, you know, lost their fifth game in a row and they're really looking for that win. And they're at home. I think it's going to be a good game. Um, and as Stu said as well, he thinks it'll be a good game. Because while both teams are on the bottom of the ladder, it doesn't mean that it's not going to be a good effort. And, you know, they're still both AFL teams. So um, I've tipped the Eagles. Next game, uh, Saturday night. Saturday night blockbuster. Sad Freo getting some good slots. Freo versus Carlton. I've got Freo. Stu has also got Frio. Oh, and sorry, in the other games, Stu had um, Port Adelaide against the Eagles. Um, Stu's got Frio as well. Next game, Cats, North Melbourne. I reckon they'll smack them. I had Cats, as did Stu. Next game, Lions, Suns, Q Clash at Metricon. Uh, I had the Lions. Stu also had the Lions. Um, next game, Melbourne versus Richmond Tigers at the MCG. We both had... The demons, because as Coach Cole said last week, just looking very strong at the moment. Um, reigning premiers will think they'll get. We both think they'll get the job done. And in the first two, the first of two, um, Taz, uh, not not Tasmania. In the first of two Anzac Day games, the first one being in Tasmania, which is great. It was great to see some Anzac Day footy, lest we forget. Um, but the first game is in, at Utah's Stadium in Launceston. Is the Swans taking on the Hawks? Swans are favourites. I've got the Swans. I, I think they'll be too strong. Hawthorne are looking good, but I just think Swans will be too strong. Stu's got the Hawks. This is upset of the round. Um, in the final game, the traditional the traditional Anzac Day clash, Essendon versus Collingwood. I've, we, we have both got the Magpies, who are the favourites, as we just don't think that... I just don't think Essendon will turn up and Collingwood will just um, beat them. So our tips for this round... Um, that was about it, I think. In terms of everything else that I spoke to Stu about, we had a few fan questions. One by Rich O'Harry about the umpires, um, the whole umpire abuse and that new rule. And great question from Rich O'Harry. And Main Street just discussed it a bit, and we thought that um, 
we both agreed that, you know, I, I personally am a big believer in umpires, you know, get having more tools to utilise to be able to combat things like um, uh, umpire abuse and back chatting. Because in other sports, you know, the, you look at the umpire in a funny way, they'll give you a free kick. And in AFL, it is quite different. You know, players can back chat and talk and sort of argue. And look, AFL is a very complex technical game and a lot of calls can go either way. So umpires do have it tough. Um... But yeah, no, I 100% agree that they. I'm, I'm all for this, which the AFL has said they they want to stand they you know want to stamp out on par abuse because um, sort of before the season they were really big on it and said look you know we're we're going to combat this we're going to you know we're not we're not having anyone talk back to the umpires and um, they had you know clubs brought in umpires and umpires were sent in to show them the new rules it was all good and the first round sort of there wasn't no abuse but then it sort of dropped off a bit and then umpires were allowing it so then now it's sort of gone back and then today james sicily threw his hands up in the air at an umpire's decision and he was given a free kick against um same thing happened on Friday night, Harris Andrews from like Thursday night, Harris Andrews from Brisbane did the same thing, but he didn't throw his hands up in the air. The decision didn't get a free kick. So, and as James Sisley said after the game, you know he didn't really know what the rule was. So there seems to be a lot of inconsistency. And while I think that I am fully in support of umpire, you know, and the AFL taking stronger measures to combat umpire abuse, like free kicks and fifties, I do think there needs to be way better consistency and there needs to be clarification around what the rule is. And umpires all need to educate themselves on that and enforce it consistently and properly, which I think will be done. I think now there's been a bit of media controversy about it. So um, I think that will be clarified by the AFL and the Umpires Association this week, and that will reflect into next rounds of free and clubs will, will all be told, which is good because umpires, um, umpires are a very big part of the game. Um, without them, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a game. It wouldn't be the game. So, um, yeah, shout out, to some, shout out to the umpires. Um, they do get it wrong sometimes, but most of the time they're really good and as it is a very hard sport to umpire. Uh, the only other thing we talked about was um, Tom Rockcliffe, uh, former Brisbane player, two-time best and fairest at Brisbane and finished his career at Port Adelaide. I felt great. He attended, he lives in Melbourne, I think. He attended um, Carlton versus Port Adelaide on Sunday and with his seven-year-old son, oh, I think he's seven, Anyway, on his oh, Carlton won, and on his way back, as we said, Carlton won by three points. As I said, Carlton, as he was walking back home with his son, he got spat on by some Carlton supporters, which both me and Stu said is, is just despicable, vile, disgusting and horrible and should not be happening. At the end of the day, it's a game. The game's finished. And, you know, Carlton won as well, which is what Stu was saying. He you know, found even more puzzling. Carlton have won. Why do you go spit on someone when your team's won? He's beat your team. But I think that's, especially with his son, with Rockcliffe having his son there, young son is just despicable and horrible. I hope, you know, I hope potentially they're tracked down and banned, um, which I think would be hard to do. But no place that in this game, you know, in any game, um, which is just uh, very, very, very disappointing. Stu, when we talked about this, Stu expressed his dismay at some Essendon supporters on the game on um, Sunday, which he said they weren't happy. They were calling ball for everything, which... Stu, I think that, no, no, ball, I think every, when you're a home team, the supporters are just passionate. They call ball for everything. So I personally don't think that's a problem. But Stu did say that they were giving some players and umpires some abuse and some swear words, which is not on. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot of all clubs would have have a few bad eggs here and there. Um, but yeah. Well, folks, that wraps it up for this week. As I said, short episode because 
Stu's in Melbourne. We had some technical issues with the phone. The fact that we're both not in the studio makes it even harder. Um, and Stu normally handles the technical side of things. So I'm a bit of a novice, if you must. Um, but no, we, we did we, we sort of test one. It was way too quiet, but we did speak about it. So that's why I've sort of given a bit of insight. So we just put up into more for continuity. It's a short episode. Go, go give it a listen if you want. Um, and as we said, really appreciate the support. Rate it five stars on Spotify. Rate where what stars you think. Rate it on Spotify. Send it to a friend, you know, spread it around, word of mouth. Um, and we, as I said, we really appreciate, you know, contact us on Instagram, you know, answer the fan questions. We really appreciate your support. Um, we really we really appreciate your support. We really appreciate your listening. Um, we're just small starting out, so thanks for your support. Uh, well, that wraps it up. Thanks, everyone. How, hope you all had a good Easter long weekend and um, another long weekend coming up with the Anzac Day long weekend. So enjoy. Um, thanks for listening. See ya.